For visionaries who are destined to fulfill their God-given purpose through vision, by faith, and with work. Work, 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 with work. Faith, vision, faith, with work. Work, 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 with work. Faith, vision, faith, with work. Faith, with work. Faith, vision, vision, with work. Faith, with work. Faith, vision, vision, with work. For the kingdom, we rise. For the kingdom, we seek to put our best foot forward. Proverbs, we seek to be wise. But guys, we're all on earth to make disciples and we have to be disciplined with our eye on the prize. One band, one sound, we have to keep a tight-knit community. But with that, we have to welcome uncomfortableness and things we're not used to in the vicinity. We have to work together and build like Noah in the ark. Just imagine if he had help from the start. God wants to give us a promise to set us free. But we may have to get along as brothers and sisters for thee. Welcome to episode five of Four Visionaries Only. So today I want to talk about community. I want to talk about how to build a community. I want to talk about how we can build for the advancement of the kingdom. So I noticed that within our communities, we praise people for staying in their own lanes, building their own empires, minding their own business. But what we are doing is making collaboration and a sense of togetherness taboo. There's a certain healthiness about having your own spiritual and growth journey. I understand this. But I believe as we learn and we grow in Christ, we have to give back and build alongside one another. We can help each other. But some of us, we can get so caught up in being this dope Christian and being our own boss that we don't want to collaborate. We don't want to network across and we don't want anybody to share our shine. I believe we have to remove I out of the equation and start thinking about what we can do as a body of believers, as sisters in Christ, to contribute to the bottom line, purpose. We can work together. We can profit together, teach together, motivate other people together. I mean, the idea of seeing two or more powerful forces working together and banding together for something big is like, wow. I mean, I can't speak for other cultures, but to see two or more strong black women, two or more powerful black men, I mean, that's what we call magic. The magic of collaboration has been on my heart lately. As you know, I've been talking a lot about seasons on the podcast and in season two. But for real, in this season, God wants me to focus on connections and collaborating and my network. He tells us all the time that you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to do anything in your own will. But do you really trust that? Do you trust him to work through someone else for your greater good? Do you trust him to send someone your way to actually help you prosper? To collaborate, you really have to check yourself at the front door. All insecurities and trust issues will start flaring up out of nowhere. You'll start disbelieving things that God has already reassured for you. Stop overlooking the people in your life. There are people being aligned right in front of you. People wanting to work with you. I had to realize that I know a great deal of people, but the idea of collaborating with them is daunting. 
Collaboration will have you looking down on yourself, and you may even start questioning if you have something of value that someone even wants to work with. So today on the show, we're rebuking the spirit of not feeling good enough. We're rebuking the spirit of inferiority, and most of all, rebuking competition. So I made a post on Instagram about a month ago, and I was talking about why don't people collaborate? What holds you back from wanting to collaborate with people? So this all stemmed from me really just sitting back and thinking about how beneficial it is having a business partner. How cool it is to have someone to help you, have someone to bounce ideas with, and how perfect it is sometimes working with someone who has expertise in the things that you can't do or is really knowledgeable about things that you're just not good at. I was thinking about how collaboration has saved me on many of occasions. I mean, building my business, building my retreat, just a lot of projects I've worked on, having help helps. So, of course, as I started thinking about this, I started to get deep and intellectual, like always, per usual. So as I questioned how this affects our community, how this is an issue in the black community, I wondered, is this an issue more with men or with women? Is it even a gender issue at all? I thought about all the the black women and how we can often compare ourselves to each other and so often we can get jealous of each other. So I did a poll on Instagram asking who has more of an issue with collaborating? Is it men or is this more of an issue with women? The answer was women. Then I asked, why? Why do we have this issue? And there were a lot of different answers, but it all stemmed from some kind of lack of trust. And then again, I asked myself, why? Then I thought back to when I was considering my business partner and first considering the people who were going to help me put on my retreat and what were all my reservations and hesitations. I mean, for me, for the most part, it was my anxiety, the what ifs thinking of all the worst case scenarios. The thought of long-term commitment or commitment with anyone can freak you out. What if they bail on me? What if they use me? What if they steal my ideas? Then I started thinking about communities as a whole and how we can't thrive without trust. The most marginalized communities, of course, are minority communities. But we don't see this issue as prominent in other minority groups. I mean, I can only speak for my culture, and it's very prominent in the black community. I'm so happy that supporting black business is on the rise, but just because we believe in it doesn't mean we truly support it. As soon as we get bad business, we go, see, I knew it. Or, man, I should have known. I mean, where's the grace? Let's think about black women for a moment. We have so much on our plates all the time, but we are the backbone of the culture, if you ask me. But just think, we have to work two times as hard to prove ourselves, and we are always compared to our male counterparts. Not to mention the fact that the world always seems to be coming for our necks. So because of this, we always have to look over our backs Feel the need to move in silence. Work hard behind the scenes when no one's watching. Because someone's always out for our downfall. We're conditioned to compare and be on the edge of our seats at all times. Someone may be trying to come for our spot, take our spot, outshine us, or undermine us. I get it. 
But if we take into the fact that we're believers and that we are all brothers and sisters, and if we take into account what is for us is for us regardless, and God has a special purpose for each of us, how can we think like this? God is about to elevate some of us together. He wants us to work together, build together for the kingdom. I mean, that's our common denominator here, the advancement of the kingdom. We're going to have to break down these trust issues and these kingdom curses going on so we can continue to fulfill God's will in our lives. I mean, the kingdom is a community building space and we're going to have to learn how to collaborate. God wants us to prosper together. He wants us to elevate together. And this is not for everybody. But there comes a time and a place and a time in our lives and a season we're going to go through where God may want you to work with somebody else. We won't always be elevated one by one. He wants to elevate some of us in groups. But someone's going to miss that train. Somebody's going to miss that elevator. The elevator is coming down to get you, but you keep passing up that elevator because there's other people on it. And you think there's an elevator waiting for you by yourself and it's not. So you keep waiting for the next one. Some of us may be missing our blessing because we don't want to work with anybody else. I understand. Partnerships may have presented itself to you, but it's like, how do I know they'll be as committed as me? How do I know they'll be as dedicated? I mean, nobody has my work ethic, my stamina, my ability to handle stress, my ability to handle pressure. Somewhere along our journeys... We told ourselves we have to do this on our own and we have to figure this out on our own. There was a great quote that said, if you don't need help, your dreams aren't big enough. To take this a step further, I think, if you don't seek out any collaborations, you're not taking the vision serious enough. Sometimes God gives us a vision so big that we can only properly execute if we had help. As believers, we don't do things solely for profit or attention. We do things for purpose and for impact. So we understand that God has called us for a higher purpose, a higher calling, and it's not about us. If we know this, we have to take our thinking out of the equation. Collabing with someone is not going to block your blessings. We aren't all meant to carry out a vision alone. Now, we all love the quote, collaboration over competition. We all love the idea to collaborate and seem like we're pro-togetherness and womanhood. But the first chance you get, you want to put your nose up at somebody or look down on them, question their worth. Can they really sit with me? Hmm. If it's not your face or your name on the flyer, you have an attitude. If the business is not in your name or the name that you came up with, you don't want to do it. You're so eager to step into things in your timing that you despise the thought of helping someone else with a venture or a project. We're supposed to do this for the kingdom, right? Or are we all doing this for ourselves? I mean, I strongly believe in building empires. But empires include other people. Your vision should make room for others. And this topic may not apply to you right now, but I have a feeling that one day it will. Maybe one day soon it will. 
I've been talking to one of my new entrepreneur friends. She owns a co-working space. You'd be surprised how hard it is. We talked about how hard it is to manage everything by yourself. How hard it is to figure out everything by ourselves. And how you really want to collaborate and you really know you need the help. But the truth is you're scared. And collabing with people in your circle, that's cool too. But God wants to put someone new in our lives. If we're open to it. God wants to place someone in your life to help you fulfill the vision. But will you allow it? See, we can't operate in the spirit of fear in this season. Now, I understand collaboration anxiety is real. I've had it. No new friends, right? I don't know her God. I don't know him like that. So for today's today's episode, I want to break down the five things blocking us from collaboration. Because it's time to be for the kingdom, for real, for real. It's time to rebuke competition, for real, for real. So number one, blocking us is pride. God can't elevate pride. The way the Bible talks about pride is that it's one and the same with ignorance. Like, why would you why would you even do it? Ignorance and pride go hand in hand. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18 talks about how pride goes before destruction. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2 talks about how pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs is all about wisdom we have to humble ourselves pride is the opposite of humility and if i'm honest for the longest i struggled with humility i always thought i had it going on i was the head of organizations i was in a sorority all in college you probably couldn't tell me nothing but when i took a serious walk with christ i realized that i didn't have it going on in the least bit And everyone else was just a sinner, just like me, just trying to be great. We all need that same grace. When I realized my life is not my own, that's when I gave it away. See, we can't have our heads held so high that we can't look at those who might be beneath us. Or we can't even look to people who are next to us. We can't be so anointed that we think God can't possibly use someone else to help us get to our blessing. Or to walk into the next calling on our lives. Number two, envy and jealousy. Envy and jealousy will have you really getting into that spirit of competition. Your mind will start playing tricks on you. Envy and jealousy will have you moving out of God's timing. You'll start seeing things on Instagram, somebody else launching a business. Now you feel like you need to hurry up and launch your business. We feel like things need to happen now and that it's all up to you to get it done. We compare ourselves way too much and this is what holds us back. See, if we're representatives of Christ and if God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the least we can do is coexist and get along and do what we're supposed to do, which is advance the kingdom. So in my last season of the podcast, I talked a lot about staying in your lane, not looking at others in the race, 
because it'll trip you up. It'll knock you off course. But you can still stay in your lane and play individual roles and work together. Now, let's be clear. I'm not telling you to collab with any and everybody. But be open to finding someone with similar passions, complementary skills, etc. Three, not planting seeds. Sometimes God will elevate you based on how often you sow into other people's lives. A woman who isn't afraid to give is a fearless woman. See, Ariane Simone, the founder of the Fearless Conference, Fearless Magazine, the Fearless Faith Plus Hustle author, she spoke in my retreat. And she always says, you don't know how many seeds I've sown. And I am attest to this. A wonderful, successful, God-fearing woman sows seeds. What if God called you to sow seeds with someone else? Some of us may need to sow collective seeds. Some of us are going to have to band together. Number four is a lack of sisterhood. In our community, we talk about banding with other women and we're so pro-women empowerment, but are you really about sisterhood? Do you know what that means? I love the quote, fix someone's crown without telling the world that it was crooked. This embodies true sisterhood to me. But see, in our community, we have issues with this. On one side, you have the sister who you can't tell her nothing And they would take offense for you even stepping to them. Better yet, touching their crown. The you can't tell me nothing, sis. Then you have the that's not my business. I don't have time. She's not going to listen to me anyways. And I don't need her getting upset with me because I don't want to deal with it, sister. See, I believe in the kingdom we lack conflict resolution. We walk around on eggshells hoping somebody doesn't offend us so we don't go off. We avoid people for the lack of avoiding drama and we're honestly way too non-confrontational simply because we don't know how to actually manage conflict. God never said we weren't going to have conflict. God never said we were going to get along perfectly with each other. Just like sisters, we're not going to always get along. And it's not always what you say. But how you say it? Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. I found this verse. I came across this verse when I was really trying to dig into conflict. How does God want us to handle conflict? He said, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him this and tell him his fault. But between you and him alone, if he listens to you, you have gained a brother. Imagine that. Because on the other side, you have to speak up. You have to let somebody know things that can possibly help them, help them in their path, help them further along on their purpose. And on the other side of that, you have to be open to hear and accept wisdom and to listen to people and hear them out. Because it's not always what you say, but how you say it. So on the other flip side, stop cutting people with your tongue. Some of us have such a smart mouth or don't know how to talk to people that we offend people before we can even get our point across. And it might have actually came from a genuine place. Then I found a verse on that. James chapter one, verse 19 says, understand this, my brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, 
slow to speak, and slow to get angry. See, some of us need to pick our battles and ultimately take a chill pill every now and then. That sort of leads me to my last point of holding us back from collaboration is the lack of reconciliation. I mean, reconciliation is the restoration of friendly relations. And this is when I was talking about patience and grace go a long way. See, sometimes our defense mechanisms kick in. And sometimes those same defense mechanisms, when we get offended by people, that's what's holding us back. So let's think back to why you don't trust people. I mean the root of it. Maybe it's because in your inner circle, someone once betrayed you. Maybe you didn't have a great relationship with your mother. Maybe your sister betrayed you. Family is not even family. See, we have to fix some of those things. And if it's something that's unfixable, we have to internalize it and accept the things that we cannot change. Because outside of our personal issues, there's a greater advancement going on around us. And God wants us to be woke, if you will, and pay attention. Some of us need restoration within ourselves. We lack healing and understanding. We have to be honest with ourselves when it comes to collaboration. You really have to check yourself at the door because some of us aren't even ready to even talk collaboration or dealing with somebody else and their drama because we can barely handle things on our own. With any new relationship, you want to come into it whole. That's why we have to discern our relationships. See, like I said, I'm not telling you to work with everybody. Everybody who wants to work with you is not trying to advance the kingdom. Or help you fulfill a purpose or your vision. Or take that further, God's purpose and God's vision. See, the devil is out here busy because he wants to collab too. You're going to have to know the difference. But my main point here is this. We can't let fear or collaboration anxiety hold us back. So I'm inviting you to collaborate with somebody today. Be sisterly to somebody today. Network with somebody today. Pray over somebody today. Manifest on somebody's behalf. Intercess today. The truth is, the kingdom is under attack. We're going to have to band together for Christ. People need to know that he is the source. See, we're now living in this world where crystals and sage, they, they hold people's destiny. You light a piece of sage and it clears the energy in the room and it gives you pos- positivity. And people would rather go to this and rebuke spirits on their own will and with their own things rather than going to the Holy Spirit and going to God. The kingdom is under attack. This quote-unquote universe is not bringing people true purpose. But only we know that. We have to let this be known. We have to be an example. So for kingdom's sake, collaborate. So I hope that you are following Four Visionaries Only on Instagram. You have liked Four Visionaries Only on Facebook. You could check out our website, get on our mailing list. We'll be dropping dates for the retreat soon. It's going to be this fall, and I am so excited. But most of all, make sure you are subscribed. Give us a rating. Give us a a comment, feedback on how you like the podcast. Soon, maybe not on this episode, but I want to drop a survey. I want to get to know everyone and what you think and what you want to hear, what you're going through and what you're battling with on your journey. This is something that I want to know. So again, 
Make sure you follow us on social media and subscribe to the podcast. Talk to you on the next episode.